Welcome, everybody, to the Penalty Box for another episode of Drop the Glove Sports Podcast. I am co-host Charlie. And I am your co-host, Mike. And joining us in studio for tonight is, uh, he is a former uh, bodybuilder, movie star, and the governator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Charlie, get the chopper! Get the chopper, Timmy Turner! Go, now! It's not a tumor! California, <laughs> that's one of my better ones. That is one of your better ones. That is, and uh, you you were doing it all before the podcast, <laughs> yeah. all before the show, and it's just like it seemed fitting to introduce it now than <laughs> have it just pop up out of nowhere. randomly out of nowhere. Yeah, I made a promise to a friend. Yeah, so I made a promise to a friend, Danny DeVito. <laughs> Jingle all the way. Ho, ho, ho. Where's, where's Jimmy Lee Curtis at? I'm Turbo Man. <laughs> oh, Just gosh. a note. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't the voice for Baron Von Strangle. There was a guy, I guess, did a voice that sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger on Fairly Out Parents. Oh, it was yeah. a cartoon yeah. on Nickelodeon. Yeah, I remember. So I just, I just added the... The, yeah. Timmy, the Timmy Turner thing yeah. in with the, Get the chopper! Where's the chopper? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember Fairly Odd Parents. And yeah, okay, now I, they're, they're now going I learned to do, something new. Now they're doing a live, not to go down a rabbit hole, but... Live they're, action. They're doing a live action one. Well, live action mixed with the animated. Yeah. So you're, you've brought back the animated Fairly Odd Parents and that, the, the actual... Uh, Wanda and Cosmo. Wanda and Cosmo. I knew I couldn't think of Cosmo if, there for a moment. With wonder, a live action, uh, uh, isn't it Timmy's daughter or something like that? I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm wondering if they, if uh, the baby uh, Boop or whatever the uh, baby has grown up. Ooh, that interesting. Well, I mean, from what I saw in the preview, it looked like Timmy grew up. And had a daughter and was like, these are your fair, fairy uh, godparents. And that, and uh, his daughter was kind of like, okay. <laughs> so, uh, went down on a rabbit hole, so... Beer! <laughs> these beards need a beer. Yes. So, here you Uh-oh. go, Mike. Ooh! And that... Ooh! This one had me at the name. And, uh, uh, I saw this. At first, I didn't recognize the can. It looked like kind of Jamaican. It does. It does look Jamaican. And uh, the governor approves. <laughs> well, you haven't tried it yet, Mister Governor. Um, so we got Westside Brewing out of Cincinnati, Ohio, and we've said it before on this show that uh, they are becoming a favorite of ours. So we shall see if this becomes a favorite as well. As soon as I saw. Um, it's called G-I-L, Gil, and that, but once I saw underneath G, what G-I-L stood for, I was like, you had me at... So, it's German-Irish-style lager, 5.5 alcohol by volume, 
And I, but when I saw German Irish, I was like, "You had me at German Irish." <laughs> I didn't, didn't care have, what. You didn't read the fine fine print below. What the? No, what I was saying is the GIL. Yeah. You had to look at the fine print below to figure out what that meant. Oh yeah. So, but then on the other side it says our tribute to Cincinnati's heritage of both Irish and German immigrants. This mashup takes the malt recipe of a cla classic Irish red ale, our German lager yeast, and a mix of both traditional German and Irish hops to create a deep amber lager with light caramel and toffee flavors and a dry, clean finish. <laughs> Sounds very good. I'm excited. Uh, this could be great. I'm excited to try this beer, Charlie. Are you going to be with us the whole show, Mr. Governor? Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> well, Mr. Governor of California, are you ready to crack it? I'm ready, Charlie. On three, two, one, crack it! So, and we're going back to the pour on this episode, so you guys will at least get to see the color oh, of this on Instagram this. and Facebook. It, it looks really look at, good. Look at that pour. Excellent pour again. See, my time away did pay off just a bit. Yeah. Damn, Charlie. You have no head. Yeah, flat. Just flat. So. Yeah. Oh, well. Cheers, my good friend. Cheers. Cheers, Mr. Governor. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yes. Clean. That is clean. Yep. Clean. Very clean finish. Very, 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 very clean. Oh, and look who it is, everyone. Mr. Donald J. Trump. The beer was very clean. It was an excellent beer. It, it was, it was wet my whistle. It was very good. Mine too. Very good. Mr. Governor. <laughs> Uh, Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. Governor. <laughs> How you doing, Donald? I'm doing very, very good. Honored. How are you? Uh, I'm doing very good. Let let Charlie and Mike get back to the show. Fine, I will. I'm just just want to say the beer is very good. Do you know that he doesn't drink, right? And well, and that who has to know? I. And I, it, I'm just saying though that. Uh, the former president does not drink beer or alcohol. Yeah. Uh, so, well, to each their own. This this Donald Trump does. <laughs> yeah, this one does. Apparently, I'm a raging alcoholic. <laughs> now, what was it? Alcoholics go to meetings. I'm a drunk. I go to parties. <laughs> Bingo. That's the difference. <laughs> Uh, oh wow! So wow, way to start off the episode. You know, I, I don't know. I know I've said this a lot, Charlie, yeah. and I'll say it again. It's been a long week, but as Dave Matthews Band, one of those lyrics in the song, "You make what's best around." So, well, I got this because it looked good. The name sounded good. Yeah, it had me a German Irish. I like. I like the. The can design also. Oh, the can design looks excellent as well. And um, also, I figured we owe it to ourselves because we didn't celebrate St. Patrick's Day last week. Because St. Patrick's Day was Thursday last yeah. week. And we did our we did our episode the following day. 
after St. Patrick's Day, and we never said anything about it. Nothing. So it was like, well, we need to we need to pay homage to the Irish who may or may not be listening to us right now. They're listening. I have. I have. I, I still want Norway. Norway completes the Baltic sweep. Oh, speaking of Ireland. What what do you got? I got a joke. I got a joke. I saw this. I don't know if I saw it on Facebook or Instagram. I got a joke. So, do you know what separ- separates Iceland and Ireland? One C. <laughs> uh, uh, I got it. Yep, I got it. Ireland, I-R, and then Iceland, I-C. Yeah, one C. Yep, I get it. Plus, plus the, yeah. Dad, Jack. Oh. Hey, it is what it is. Dang. So, well, yeah, We so we missed St. Patrick's Day last week, so I figured this is a perfect, this was a perfect beer to get, because it said German-Irish, and it's, so far, a really good beer. Love it. You know what? I did not drink on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I did. All day. I did not. <laughs> the only but thing... Then again, it was March Madness. <laughs> well, you were off. I had to work. Hmm. So, uh, I did, I did have Skyline's Greenway. Oh, how was that? It was the spaghetti was green. It was food coloring and spaghetti. Yeah, it tastes like a regular three way. Okay, it's very good. I mean, I wore green. I wore green too. I but mean, but other than that, I didn't have any green beer. I didn't have like any Greenway or anything like that. And uh, the closest I came to like any kind of like Irish uh, kind of beer was. Or anything else was keep on passing up the Guinness for something else. <laughs> I, I actually next week I will bring Guinness into the studio. Bring Guinness. Bring Guinness. Yeah. We've had it on the show before. I know, but we, we, it's been a minute since we had that. It's true. Guinness. Uh, I think there's still one uh, at the Pal Pub. There's still Is one. Is there? Did I leave? Speaking of which, did I leave any of my uh, Sam Adams there? Yes, yes, you did. You left the Alpine, the Goat. Um, what else was with? I that? don't. I don't remember, Charlie. Winter Lager. Yeah. And something uh, or Sam Adams, I think, just Boston Lager or whatever okay. was in that variety pack. I tried the Alpine, by the way. Wow. Yeah. And that is better than the Goat, in my opinion. I agree. So I, I like the Alpine more than, than the uh, the Golden Goat one. I love this. I love this. This is a good call. Yeah, friend. I know, right? So, yeah. So this is our St. Patrick's Day beer. Uh, just a week late, but yeah, it's it's St. Patrick's Day somewhere. And that or was what it? What's the what's the one line from uh, Boondock Saints? I'm trying to think. It's oh. like everybody's everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Just some people are more Irish than others. And then roll around uh, May 5th, we'll be Mexican. Get a bunch of cervezas. So. Um, <laughs> but moving on. Moving on. Moving yes. from beer uh, impersonations and everything. Um, real quick, uh, I saw a few things. So we our hosting platform is Anchor. Correct. I follow, we follow Anchor on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I saw something that was very interesting to me. 
Okay. So this is around the so around this time of year apparently they start like people start coming up with ideas of starting a podcast. Like yeah. the spring is like the time of new, renewal, rebirth or yeah. whatever and people start podcasts around this time of year or whatever. So Anchor was like doing all this promoting like make sure you have a good name, things you may want to consider. Yeah. And one of the things that I saw in their considerations, I didn't know this. And that, and I'm like, huh? I wonder. I wanted to get your thoughts. So they recommend not having the word podcast in the title. So huh. instead of drop the gloves podcast, it'd be just drop the gloves. Welcome to the penalty box. This is drop the gloves. Or welcome to another episode of drop the gloves. Huh? What do you think? I like it. But get there- rid of the get rid of the podcast or the p. Out of the um, initials, it'd be just DTG. Interesting, but uh, we there there are quite a few drop the gloves. There, yeah, there are. You got dropping the gloves with former uh, NHL enforcer uh, John Scott. Yeah, and uh, I feel like we took his name. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> too slow, bud. <laughs> too slow. And uh, but there are other drop the gloves out there. But none have been as consistent as you and me. Like I've I've looked them up. Yeah. They were on for a time or a season, like back in 2016 or whatever, yeah. 17. But they never carried more than like 10 episodes. Huh. We are leaps and bounds ahead of those guys. So all those guys who started those drop the gloves back then. Yeah. I don't know what happened to them, but they ain't making any more episodes. Yeah, well, we could change the name. We could look into it. But I thought that was interesting. I wanted to get your thoughts on. If I, we... I like the idea. I like the idea. And then uh, I was doing a. Um, was it? I was looking up something about um, sp- about sports podcasts, mm-hmm. and I was looking at looking up uh, like. When do certain target audience or certain target uh, sports podcasts start losing listeners? Like, yeah. what's a topic, a time frame, or whatever? And I found out that if you, we do this, um, we talk about wrestling. Yeah. That is a topic that not a lot of people listen to. They kind of tune out or they skip over or they just stop listening. So. Just something to think about. I'm not saying we have to stop. I'm just letting you and I'm letting our listeners know that some of them may be like, oh, thank God they caught on or something like that. Like wrestling, AEW, WWE is just one of those. It's not a very mainstream sport or sports entertainment thing that a lot of people want to listen to in a sports podcast. They they would find that somewhere else, or maybe they just don't care altogether. So, yeah, well, so I, but those were two things that came up during. One was the anchor, yeah, and found that out through them, and then the other one was just through me because I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. What do certain people find interesting in certain sports, and are there certain sports that do better than others? And yeah, I was. It, it really depends on your show, on what does better than others if you cover a variety of sports but yeah. I found overall that wrestling is one of the worst performing t- 
topics. Okay. So, just something to think about. Yeah, it is what it is. Dang. Was it, uh... Oh! So, not only did we miss St. Patrick's Day last week, we totally forgot that last Tuesday was Cyclone Nation's 11th year birthday on Facebook. I totally missed that. And that March 15th, 2011 was the first day of Cyclone Nation. Oh, interesting. So it was a week after my birthday that I started it. Okay. And uh, during uh, the week, two, the, the during week the, after our birthdays. But it was exactly seven days after mine. It was six days okay. after yours. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. And uh, so, but yeah, but yeah, I, I, it didn't hit me until today. I was like, oh man, we missed St. Patrick's Day. Good thing I got this beer. And yeah. then I was like, wait a minute, there's something on March fifteenth. <gasps> Cyclone Nation's birthday. <laughs> And uh, yep, eleven years old. I remember when starting it on Facebook, and all we had were like everybody from section one hundred eight to one ten on there, and me, and and you, and occasional other people too. And uh, that Brad, uh, and that who sat over behind or towards the goalies, I think. And then eventually he joined us. He joined the section one hundred eight crew. Yeah. Uh, everybody wanted to be a part of section one hundred eight eventually. But that, that, that'd be that'd be uh, a good try to get like season tickets again, or well, you to get season tickets again. Brit- I mean, Brittany wants to get season tickets to the Cyclones. She does, and I'm kind of like, that's sad. I've been. I, I don't know if I really want to do it. I, I, I'd to... probably do a. I'd do a, not the whole season. I'd probably do a partial package or something, yeah. or pick the games or something. I've only been to three Cyclones games this year. That's that's sad. I said I was going to go back this year. I have not. It's a big goose egg for me. Have not gone, and it's not. And it's not looking good if the Cyclones are going to make the playoffs or not. Last time I saw their winning percentage is down towards the bottom, and last time I saw they were either in sixth or seventh. They won one last week. They dropped to Fort Wayne. Then they went on the road. And dropped another to Fort Wayne. Speaking of the Cyclones, I just got a reminder about a game, the game tonight. Oh yeah, what what's the what's the promotion tonight? Or no, they're they're at the Heartlanders. Oh, they are at the oh, uh, they're away. I, okay, Iowa Heartlanders. Yeah, yes. the Iowa Heartlanders. Oh, hell, one two. Still a better name than the uh, <laughs> Lions up in Canada. <laughs> hell, and I went to the Ro- Ooh, I saw Star Wars tonight. Is it, uh, no, April 2nd is Star Wars night. And uh, April 1st is Space Night. Interesting. I want to go to Star Wars night. I like. I, I am a Star Wars Did fan. you see the jersey? No, I have not. Oh, the, the jersey for the Cyclones. I think they came out with it earlier this week. Yeah. It's uh, the Mandalorian. Of course. Um, uh, with, is uh, it with, Baby Yoda or Grogu? Uh, yeah. Uh, but it's not, it's not Grogu... Like itself, it's not Grogu on the jersey by itself. It is Grogu with the, the Mandal- Mandalorian, and that no, on, a, on the jersey. 
And that I I didn't know what else they were gonna do. And that for for their jerseys for Star Wars night because eventually you're gonna run out of characters. Eventually you're gonna you know run what out. Be- Jabba, Jabba, Star Wars night, oh. Jabba the <laughs> I, I pity the team that will come up with that idea. <laughs> Can, I, oh, that's just yeah. You're gonna have a you're gonna have Jabba the Hutt's face on the jersey. R two, not R two D two, CP three O, the like a gold jersey. Hey, or sweater. I, I you say sweater, I'll say jersey. I it, the correct the correct terminology is sweater. Mm. So. As of, right, as of right now, regular season standings, the Cyclones sit at 60, or games played 61, 32 wins, 26 losses, and three overtime losses. Mm-hmm. OTL, right? Yeah. They sit in third place behind, uh, you're going to hate this. I know it's done by winning percentage, so it doesn't matter. What is it? No, well, Toledo, in the Central Division, it's Toledo, Fort Wayne, Cincinnati, Wheeling, Kalamazoo, Iowa, and Indy. Hmm. Um, Win percentage, the wall I have, it's a 7.730. The Comets... Uh, 0.602 the Cyclones 0.549 yeah and then you have in the north you have Reading you have the Royals the Growlers the Railers the Lions the Mariners and the Thunder Mm. south you have the Gladiators Everblades Icemen Solar Bears, yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that right. Solar book, Solar Bears, Swamp Rabbits, I love that name. The Admirals and the Stingray, Stingrays, mm-hmm. and then in the mountain, you have the Grizzlies, the Rush, Steelheads, Americans, Oilers, Mavericks, and Thunder. Wow, got two Thunder teams. I, didn't, I never noticed that till just now. You got two Thunder teams. One what do you in, mean? Isn't there one out in the East? Didn't you say there was a Thunder? Yeah. Well, shit. Yeah. Yeah, there's two in Thunder the teams. Yeah, one in the North and one in uh, mountain. the Mountain. I never noticed that till just now. How about that? Huh. Wichita, Wichita Thunder and then uh, the other one's uh, Adirondack? I believe so. And then, Why yeah. would you... That doesn't make any sense. Well, the uh, the Wichita Thunder used to be part of the um, uh, CHL. Okay. And that the CHL got absorbed into the ECHL. And so you kept the Wichita Thunder as as a name. Yeah. And then the what used to be the Stockton Thunder... They were out west as well, but they folded operations and moved east to Adirondack, New York, I believe. I think mm-hmm. it's New York. And uh, they moved out east, and they kept the name Thunder as well. That's strange. So that is, that's how you—that's ha- probably how you have one in the west and one in the east. 
because one got absorbed by the ECHL from a different league and the other one just moved. moved. Okay. So. Interesting. Yeah. I never noticed that until just now. I was like, wait a minute, you said Thunder. (laughs) I was like, Thunder twice? I didn't even notice that. I said Thunder twice. Yeah. Thunder Buddies! (laughs) Could you imagine that being the, the Kelly Cup final? Thunder versus Thunder? Thunder versus Thunder. Well, who, I don't know who's going to win, but it's going to be the Thunder. <laughs> I picked the Thunder. Yeah, I picked Thunder, too. Seven games, Thunder wins. <laughs> so many jokes we could go, but... But, yeah, I mean, everything's judged by win. Per- so they were third in division, but did you look up wild card? Because the no. wild, because the wild card is what, or wild card, not wild card. Uh, it's um, look up uh, conference. In conference, you're going to see whatever the top eight teams are. Those are the team top eight are going to go to the um, the playoffs for each conference. Top eight in the East, top eight in the West. And last time I saw Cincinnati was like six, and they dropped like. Two in a row. Last time I saw, after they they went up to I think they went up to Kalamazoo uh, last week. Or they're fifth. They're fifth. Okay, so they moved up a spot, um, a spot or two. That's good. You said eight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, shit. So who who's the top eight in uh, the East and the West? So the West, the top eight in the Western Conference. To, uh, the Walleye, the Grizzlies, the Comets, the Rush, Cyclones, uh, Nailers, Steelhead, and the Americans. Didn't you say Rush were in dead last in in one of the uh, divisions? Um, not the... Um, where, uh, okay, but anyway, well, anyway, and then the East. And then the East, you have... Um, the Royals, the Growlers, the Gladiators, the Everblades, the Icemen, the Sol- Solar Bears, Railers, and Swamp Rabbits. <laughs> the Lions aren't even going to make it. They're in a ninth spot. Oh, okay. Well, they're on the bubble. And then the Mariners, I, I don't know if you if I told you this, are a part of the Boston Bruins organization. Oh, the main Mariners? Are? Yeah. Hmm. No, I did not know that. They're affiliated with the Boston Bruins. So Mar- Mariners go to Providence, Providence, Providence goes to Boston. Boston. Yes. Interesting. Cool. But yeah, Cyclone, uh, was it? Uh, I was going to say the Cyclones uh, went up to Kalamazoo. Uh, I don't think it was this week. I think it was last week um, for Education Day. So, so like, they have Education Day down here for yeah. Cincinnati. They had it up there for Kalamazoo. Cyclone shut out KZ 3 nothing. It's like, it's like, hope you enjoyed the game, boys and girls. Your team lost 3 nothing. They didn't even you get one for you. <laughs> I'm, I know it's Education Day. Hmm. Those are the worst games to go to. Oh, I don't go to them anymore because no. because of an experience me, Brad, and Daniel had at the game. Yeah, I, I won't go to another one either because it's like I worked third shift and I I was up from the time I got off work until that time the game was over with. Mm-hmm. It was me, Ryan, and at the time Ryan's girlfriend, and 
we went we went to Frisch's for breakfast and then we went over to the game. I felt like I was sitting in a jet engine. Mm. Because every time every time the like the they would do like a, a timeout or an intermission thing, they would play that stupid Miley Cyrus uh, party in the USA song. And they, yeah. And Oh. And the kid, you hear these kids screaming at the top of their lungs. I'm not, I'm not upset with the kids. It's lesson learned on my part. Yeah, but I'm just like, why? <laughs> I was like, I had to, I had to watch my mouth. Yeah, there was no beer. No, and I was just like, yeah, this sucks. Yeah. I think it's like the one day that most season ticket holders just go. No, thank you. No, yeah, I don't want this game, or I, I don't even want to. I don't even want to relocate for this game. I'm just going to refuse to go altogether. And um, was it so? My first education game that I went to. Yeah. I was in my very first semester at NKU. So this is. Fall semester 2009, I believe. Yeah. And that I had, I think I only had one or two classes that day. But my morning one, I never looked forward to. It was Psychology 101. Oh, I, 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 yeah. I was dreading it. I was like, I don't want to go. Well, I told a buddy of mine at the time, like, hey, you want to play hooky and go to a hockey game? Yeah. And that and he's like, what? And I was like, there's a hockey game at 10.30. Cincinnati's playing. And then it's like an education day for kids or whatever. Do you want to go? Do you want to <laughs> skip our school so we could go join, So go to the hockey game? Watch hockey ga- a hockey game with little kids. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. I mean, he's he wasn't that big into it. But at yeah. the same time, he wasn't looking forward to his classes either. So he was like, yeah, sure. Now, I just didn't know... Here's the here's the thing. I told my friend to park up, away from the house. Don't come to the door. Don't ring the doorbell or anything, because this is a later class in the day for me. Yeah. And my parents are still home, and they're gonna leave for whatever time to go to work. And that's so. I don't want them. I don't want you coming over and being like, Charlie, you got. A friend here or whatever yeah they'd be like don't you have school today or something like that i didn't want them to be like that so i messaged him was like park up the hill don't let my parents see you they don't know i'm doing this and if they saw me with you they'd probably be going uh are you skipping class <laughs> this is your very first semester in college are you skipping class so he didn't get my text in time and he rang the doorbell <laughs> <laughs> And oh, I'm afraid where this is going. So, my dad gets the door. Yeah. Opens it up, and he's like, "Hey, welcome, uh, Charlie. You got a friend." And he's like, "Yeah, I know, I know." And my dad's like, "What are you, what what are you guys up to? Uh, we're just gonna hang out before class." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And he leaves, goes to work. Yeah. And I looked at my friend, and I'm like, did you get my text message? And he's like, oh, that was you. I was like, (laughs) So we ended up going to the game anyway. I mean, we still went or whatever. Um, I still passed psychology in the end. 
That, that's all, all that matters. That's all that matters. That's I still, matters. I still passed. And that, but uh, we had a we had a great time there. But I believe that was the first game where I met uh, the Mikes. Oh. And that the season ticket holders yeah. sitting in section one hundred eight. I think that was my very first time I met them. Was at the education game in section one hundred eight. It's hard to believe that they went to that. I, I kind of hard to believe too, but we were sitting with other adults during that game. Not we were surrounded by kids, yes, but at the same time we were in like a little bubble of like adult five adults in the front row, uh, the mics, yeah, me, Adam, that's his name, my my friend's name, yeah, and um, a couple other guys, then a couple guys behind us, and then the rest is kids, <laughs> plus teachers, chaperones, and everybody. Yeah, and that, so it was, and it was a pretty good game. Kids got to see a fight. <laughs> well, yeah, the game the game wasn't bad. It was just, you know, yeah, I couldn't deal with all the screaming. Yeah, I was like, uh, this may want to hit. This was hindering my choice to become a parent. <laughs> well, but then the game with Brad and Daniel, um, was it? We got tickets. Um, or I, I got tickets from work. Yeah, and they were so they were company seats, but these are company seats that are like a couple rows up from the kids or whatever. Oh, and the where you the you get the waiters and stuff coming. Yeah, okay. But there were no waiters or anything oh, like oh, that. Why so, not? Yeah, because it's education day. They're not going to work that day. I mean, you don't even have the concession stand opens. I mean, you nobody's working that day except for the ice crew, the jumbotron guy, the announcers, and every yeah. and that and stadium security or whatever. That that's all you got. Um, so we're just sitting in these company seats, and we educated the kids of the different side of hockey, and. <laughs> For the longest, and for and did we get looks from kids, teachers, parents? Yes, absolutely. But eventually, I mean, I'm, it, we never did anything too bad. Yeah. We never said anything too bad. We just did a few things that we were used to doing at the at the game, but we never said anything to where it was like secu- security's going to have to take us out yeah, of here. Yeah. Not until the third period, at least. Because by the end of the third period, Cyclones are down one. Yeah. The score is like five to four. I can't remember who we're playing. But we got this ref who just, ugh, he he's on the list. Um, and I don't, you made the list. Yeah, you made the list. And I don't remember the guy's name. I bet you Brad or Daniel can remember the guy. And that, um, But he was on the list. He, he was not that great. And so the Cyclones score with like under a minute to go. Yeah. And should have been tie game. We're going in overtime. At the time, no video review. And it was all based on what the ref with the orange stripes, along with the two linesman refs, it was all up to those three guys to decide whether or not the goal. puck actually went into the goal. And if they would just look up at the freaking 
Jumbotron, you could see, plain as day, it's not even blurred, you could see, plain as day, that puck went across the line, should have been a tie game, come out, and you just broke the hearts of however many thousand or hundreds of little kids, little kids saying no goal. And, I mean, I'm just like, I, I'm filtering myself. Like, don't do it. There's kids. There's kids. There's kids. And I sit back down, and I'm just like, oh, God, let's just hope we can score again. But that was me. Yeah. Daniel and Brad, on the other hand, they right. lost their filter. <laughs> and they did one of their famous chants that those two are known for. I can't do it justice, and I'm, I, I'm a, I don't want to botch it on the episode. Yeah. And I, but they did it, and I'm just like covering my, covering my face with my hand, and I'm like trying to scoot away, and I'm like looking around, and I I can see teachers and parents pointing at us, and I'm just like we were doing fine until now. <laughs> and oh, the Cyclones Lord. ended up losing five to four. So, and after that game, I was like never again. I'm never going to another of these education games. Never again. So the only the only way I'll go to another one is if I have kids and I have to, I volunteer the chaperone. That's that's the that's the only way I'm going. Was it uh, Brittany shared something with me on Instagram? Yeah, and that um, was it. She was like, "This is going to be you on a field trip." when we have kids and it was um uh it, it it was a meme that said uh the field trip was great until all the teachers and chaperones were giving me dirty looks for ordering a beer with lunch <laughs> hey don't judge me yeah and that speaking of a beer refill refill beer break <laughs> um, let's see here. We still got. I think we got two more Moon Biscuits. Got one more Charismatic. We got the. Uh, got one more Holland. Still got the Logger Con from Country Boy, and we still have all six of the Independence Harbor. Independence Harbor. Independence Harbor. Okay. This is a Yep. Says it on the. On the bottle cap. Hey, the Holland one didn't know so. Oh man! But this is beer we've had on the show before. Yeah, this is I think third time. We've had this on quite a few times. I actually love this beer. This is a good one, and then found this at Aldi's. Independence Harbor Amber Ale, made with honey. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Once again, my pour is flat. So now I'm just Charlie, off. I'm I gotta, off today. I gotta, I gotta teach you, buddy. I'm off today. I forgot what was um, I gotta teach you, my friend. Five point five percent alcohol by volume. Oh. So okay, so both of these. So the Gill and the Independence Harbor, both five point five. Cool. Oh. So Yeah, I mean Yeah, but those the, those uh those are not games that uh Nah, I was about to say those just aren't games to 
So to go to anymore. I saw a bit of a message that you sent me today mm-hmm. about Brad saying something about oh last week's episode. Last week's episode about curly fries or don't dog curly fries or crinkle cut fries. What? Well, yeah. Brad Brad was saying that uh, Mike needs to loosen up. Cr- uh, crinkle cut fries are the best in his opinion. And he said, stop hating on curly fries. I wasn't hating on curly fries. I was hating on Arby's curly fries. But he just said, stop hating on the curly fries. So that's all he said. So if I had to guess, he was referring to the Arby's curly fry comment from last week's uh, great potato debate. Brad, Arby's, Arby's curly fries are, I hate to say this because I used to like them, they're garbage. Crinkle cut fries, I have not a problem with. It depends on where I get them from. So I'm not dogging curly f- or uh, crinkle cut fries. It, it is what it is, ding. And as far as curly fries, I've only had one type of curly fries, and that's from been from Arby's. Hmm. And they're anymore they're garbage. No matter what Arby's I go to in the tri-state area, they're garbage. Hmm. So, that's just my own opinion. I mean, Brad, if you want to take offense to it, take offense to it. But uh, <laughs> come, I was about to say, come on the show, Brad. And we'll have this. I'll have another great de- potato debate. I couldn't hardly say it there for a second. A great potato debate with you, my friend. I I want to get Brad and Daniel on the same episode. I, I want. I, I want to get. I know. I I know. I want both of them on here. And we'll do a roundtable. Another person, another person we need on here, and I know you and I both can only deal with him in a small amount. Yeah, and we have to have Daniel. We need because I am like I saw him this weekend. I'm sorry, and uh, it was okay. Um, I, I we we went to uh, Quaker Steak mm-hmm. uh, for dinner, and he he joined us out there. Uh, for dinner, uh, wanted to hang with Daniel while he was in town. Yeah, and um, I just wanted to watch the basketball games. That's it. I uh, was it. You had uh, St. Peter's versus Murray State. You had uh, UCLA versus uh, St. Mary's, yeah. and, and somebody else was playing Providence and whoever, um, whoever they were playing, uh, and. I just was like, I'm just sitting there watching the game. He's talking, telling stories about whatever, and I'm just like, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh, okay. And I'm just like going back and forth like, ooh, that one, ooh, they're down by five over here. Ooh, they're pulling away over here. And I'm just like going back and forth. It's like I only care about the basketball games. Yeah. I only agreed to come here because one beer, two games, three wings. Yeah. And I finally had the wings at Quaker Steak. I like their wings. They're good. I I had I tried two of their sauces mm-hmm. out there. Uh, one was uh, was it Arizona Heat, and that that was good, very good. And then the other one was a um, what was it? It was like a Southwest Ranch kind of thing. Okay. And that 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 one was actually my favorite over the. I, I would take the ranch one again over the uh, 
Arizona Heat. What was it? Oh, uh, no, it wasn't. Um, the Arizona Heat had the ranch. And oh. The other one was the Louisiana liquor sauce. L-I-C-K-E-R. Like, finger licking. <laughs> not, 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 not... No, no, no. I, I, I got it. Okay. But, I, again, a hard, a hard left. Yeah. It's like... So... But the Louisiana one, that was Cajun, and that was so good, oh, dude. So good. So, but yeah, we, we have to have him and Daniel on because I, I have so much to unleash. <laughs> so many questions, so many um, arguments, rants. Yes, that, that would be like... That should be like one of our top ten shows if we have him on here because I'm just gonna, you know. Yeah. I just, I just, I wouldn't know why you're oh this and this a fan and it's all over the place. Yeah. You know, and like I, I know we have our favorite players. Yeah. And we we will follow our favorite players, but I'm not gonna root for that team. Just because so and so's on it, yeah. So I did. I, I rooted for Michael Jordan. Let's let's use Michael Jordan for example. Okay, he played for the Bulls and yeah. won his three championships, and then he went to the Washington Wizards. It later, the what did I say? You said three. For Michael Jordan. No, six. I said six. No, you said three. Okay. Where he won six of his championships. I don't... I'm I'm getting fired up. Where he won six of his championships and then went to... Washington. Washington. You know, I rooted for for Jordan. Mm -hmm. I didn't root for the Wizards because they sucked. Mm. You know. So it's... And then, like... I don't know. Like Ken Griffey Jr. We'll take... Or... You know what? Wayne Gretzky. Mm-hmm. I liked Wayne Gretzky when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. He went... He went to... He, he played for the Kings. I didn't get really into hockey until he went to New York. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I didn't really know. Yeah. So I rooted for New York... And Gretzky because it was Gretzky and Messier. Yeah. And then he retired and whatnot. And then I went back. I was like, okay. He he played for St. Louis, Edmonton, yep. LA. Yep. And whatnot. I was like, okay, that's that's fine. I mean, it's just and with Kevin is just like you know, hey, let's I'm gonna root for this team because, for example, Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. because oh, Tom Brady's playing for Tom, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I almost said Tampa Bay, <laughs> but I almost like he wins another Super Bowl. They may change the city name to Tampa yeah, Bay. <laughs> uh, probably, but and that I just I don't understand it because it's just like I don't. You have so many teams. Mm-hmm. You know? You know the teams I root for. Mm-hmm. I know the teams you root for. The reasoning behind the teams I root for mm-hmm. is history. And 
with the exception of Seattle because they're new. New in hockey. Yeah, <laughs> new. This is like, I want my own team. Mm-hmm. I don't mind sharing the Bruins with you. You know, that's not a big deal. Yeah. But West Coast team, it's like any sport, I have an East team and a West team. Yeah. Or what, you know, whatever. Like football, it's the Packers and then the Bengals. Yeah. So I have two teams for whatever NFC, AFC, American, National, East, West, whatever. And that's that's being a fan. And then you have your favorite players. I'm not going to root for a team just because so-and-so is playing for it. I'll root for that guy and be like, okay, cool. It's like anybody from Notre Dame. If they go, or like football, mm-hmm. if they go wherever, I'll follow them. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to follow the team. Just like Kentucky basketball. They go wherever. Mm-hmm. I don't watch the NBA, so I could give two shits less. But you hope they do good. I hope they do good. Right. So, that's... I still want an all-NBA uh, Kentucky team uh, to play against, like, an all-whatever NBA team. Uh, it could be another school team, or it could be a... Or it, so could, like, just be, or it could just be, like, give me uh, give me the, the best uh, NBA roster you can dream of versus a Coach Calipari uh, UK team. NBA UK team. And I would pick the freaking Calipari UK team to whoop ass on the freaking all-star NBA team. I would love. I want it. I so badly want it. I just want to see that one all-UK NBA team with Coach Cal versus... LeBron James and everybody else. Just whoever. Yeah, I mean, just top 10 NBA All-Stars versus a top 10 Kentucky team. And I bet you Kentucky just freaking puts a whomping on them. And And the Kentucky team, they'll actually play defense because guess what? Coach Cal actually taught defense in college. <laughs> true, true. But... Oh, I'm sorry, Charlie. We just went like took a turn on something, but that uh, that was kind of like a mini rant, kind of not like heated like we generally do. But it's just like, just I, I want to pick his brain. You just want to pick the brain. Pick the brain. Yep. Um. So, I guess to keep on going with basketball, just for a little bit. March Madness continues this week. Yeah. Um, we're playing the Sweet 16 Thursday, Friday, and then the Elite 8. Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. So we'll have our final four by su- Sunday night. So by the time this episode comes out, uh, a couple of the Elite 8 games should be playing, and we'll have our final four by then. Uh, Duke won Thursday night against Texas Tech, 78-73. So close! So close! So... I I was talking to my buddy Dave this morning on the way to work. So, and we, we made a bet. We made a bet. It was like mm-hmm. over the North Carolina UCLA game. Oh. Not a money bet. It was the, 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 loser, the loser buys breakfast. It, it just sounds like a good game, though. So, and I told him, 
I told him who I was picking for these these games since I didn't do a bracket. Yeah. Because he likes to put money on the games and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So whatever. So I told him I told him I was taking Purdue over Saint over Saint Peter's. Oh please. I, I want revenge. <laughs> I'm taking Kansas over Providence. <laughs> I'm taking North Carolina over UCLA. And he he hits me this with this on the way over here. He goes, "I thought you were a Bruins fan." I was like, "Dave, totally different Bruin. I'm, I'm a Boston Bruins fan. <laughs> now that you see it, well, there's still Bruins. You should." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. California Bruin over Boston Bruin. Totally two I different like, Bruins. I, like, I like the. I like. We the, have an East Coast bear. There is a West Coast bear. They do not." Relate to each other. <laughs> I, I like the cold bear, not the hot bear. So, I'm taking I'm taking the heels. He he was asking me why are you taking the heels. I was like, well, because God is a North Carolina fan. Look exactly. at the sky. <laughs> yeah, North Carolina fan. And I'm going to use that for the rest of my life. And I'm not even a Tar Heels fan. Uh, neither am I. But uh, and then the last game of the night, uh, Miami and Iowa State. I was like. You know what? Who would have picked those guys? Exactly. I'm going to go with Miami. Yeah, I would too. I'm going to go with the U. I was supposed to do that in uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger voice because I did it this morning, but I was like, you know what? Nah. We we opened the show with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, so my bracket is completely busted and done now. Last night, um, Duke beat Texas Tech, and I had Texas Tech in the Final Four. Um... Because I thought Texas Tech was going to eventually beat Gonzaga, but Gonzaga lost to Arkansas. So I lost my last two games in that region last night. Um, I had Arizona in the finals against Kentucky. I had an all-wildcat final, Arizona versus Kentucky. Lost Kentucky in the first round. Whoops. Uh, Lost Kentucky in the first round. And now Arizona Thursday night lost to um, Houston. Um so there goes that one. Uh, I got Villanova to go one more round, but I think I have Villanova losing, not to, um, uh, what is it? Whoever, uh, not not to Houston. I had Arizona beating Villanova. I think yeah. that was like the only one and two matchup I actually had in the bracket. Uh, so that region is now completely done. Villanova gave me my last win in that. Region, yeah. Uh, I didn't have UNC beating Baylor, so UNC ruined my bracket down there. So did St. Peter's because I had Kentucky going to the Final Four, going to the finals. So that whole region was gone after I think day three, <laughs> and then the last region of the bracket. I think I have Kansas actually losing to Providence. So Providence is my last game officially in that region because I had Auburn winning that region and going to the Final Four, and Auburn lost to Miami last week. So, I have one game this weekend. You're rooting for Providence. I'm rooting for Providence to upset Kansas and then that eliminates all number one seeds from the tournament. So, come on Providence! <laughs> well, this uh, this is what I was telling Dave this morning on the way to work. I was like, you know, I, I, I see, I seriously see this happening. Mm-hmm. 
I see Duke winning it all this year. And, Charlie, you know me since the day you were born. You know that I'm a die-hard Kentucky fan. <laughs> die-hard. And you would never in a million years think that I'd be saying Duke's going to win the national title. <laughs> but I see it. I see it happening this year. Unless if they play Arkansas or whoever. It's Duke and Arkansas in the Elite Eight. If Arkansas upsets them, I'll be happy. I I really do see that happening. If not Duke, North Carolina. I'd rather have North Carolina. I'd rather have North Carolina win too. But I, I, I just... Just, it's a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. And the way things are playing out, it, it's going to be Duke. Yeah. Well, uh, did and you... I'm not, and and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dogging Duke. I don't like him. But you have to give respect to a, a, little, a little sliver of respect to, to Coach K and Duke. Hmm. Did a little you, bit, not a lot. Did, a little. Did you see? Uh, did you see the the Instagram post the other day about go Texas Tech? Yeah. Dear sweet baby Jesus, let Texas Tech beat Duke. Um, got commented on by uh, who is it? That uh, happy somebody on oh. Instagram. Yeah, what my buddy Scott. Yeah, yeah. Scott. And then he's like, it's fixed. Duke's going to win it all. And I'm like, how do you fix a freaking tournament? And I, other than the fact that you put Duke in a weak-ass region. Yeah. And I, Because they always do that. They always yeah, put Duke yeah, in, yeah, a, yeah. in a weak-ass region. And, that, and he's like, they paid the refs. And I was like, yeah, right. A major operation like this, you're going to pay however many refs? Charlie, I'm going to tell you a story off air because... It just doesn't make sense. No, I'm going to tell you a story off air because it doesn't need to be said. <laughs> but it. So, but anyway, let's continue. So, real quick before we move on uh, to whatever else, uh, did you see that uh, Sean Miller's coming back to Xavier? Yes, I saw that. I li- like literally shit myself. Eight year deal with Xavier. What? So, the question is, will he actually stay the full eight years? Because remember, this is the guy who said, he's not going anywhere. He's a Xavier man through and through. And the very next day, he takes the job at Arizona. So, And he got in trouble at Arizona not that's too, what, that's, not that's too what, long ago. So. so that's my question. So I thought, I don't know. What was, I know he got in trouble at Arizona. Yeah. But I don't remember what for. I don't remember either. And I was just, I was trying to figure out. I was like, I was in there, I was like, he got in trouble in Arizona and shit. And I thought. I, I, I can't remember exactly either. I don't think. I think it has something to do with like. Um, like student relations or something. I think I. Yeah. I don't hold me to it. Uh, I'm hopefully never will be under oath for this for these comments on the show. But, um, but I, I I feel like it had something to do with his interaction with the players or like with other students 
or if it had been something to do with like recruiting. I I don't know. I thought it was like was like something that had to do with recruiting, but like paying players or it, businesses or it, whatever. It could have been boosters. He could I don't, got, I don't know. He could have got he could have been accepting money on behalf of boosters. And we're we're not I, I don't, don't know. I don't we don't like to speculate. No. So that's, I, I was supposed to say we don't have the facts in front of us. We don't remember because he hasn't been the coach of Arizona for a couple of years now. Correct. And now he's I don't know where he went after he left Arizona. I don't know where he was coaching until this headline came out saying Sean Miller signs an eight-year deal to return to Xavier University men's basketball coach. And Sean Miller was the OG who put Xavier on On the the map map in men's basketball. Well, you still had Pete Gillen. You, You did. But, and then the coach after I can't remember the man's name. I know he went to Wake Forest and then he passed away. I can't think of his. Name. I can't think of his name. I know who you're talking about. I I can see his face at yeah. Wake Forest, but I don't remember the man's name. You you do have all those other guys, yeah. but Sean Miller is the guy who put Xavier on the map, got him to their first, either their first sweets. I think it was. It was their first Sweet 16 or whatever. Xavier went to the Sweet 16. I think they eventually lost. I don't think they ever made it to the Elite Eight. But then I think it was a couple years ago, it was Chris Mack, the successor to Sean Miller, who eventually took Xavier and became a number two, either one or two seed. Mm-hmm. Xavier was one or two in one of the regions. They weren't one overall, but they yeah. were up there. And they won their first game, but then the second round they lost. And I think that second round game, my dad was saying something that the NCAA committee is going to learn from this and will probably never put Xavier in that position again because of this. Because Xavier was great, but then when they played, I don't remember who they played in that second round, but they were terrible. Xavier just could not hold with them. And I, it, it's not the same it's not it's not going to be like one of those uh Gonzaga situations yeah. where Zaga is continuously good year after year after year but when they hit the tournament they somehow fall flat or they don't play anybody real during the regular season and then when you get to the tournament it's like you just never know when Xavier or when Zaga is going to crumble. Yeah. And Zaga crumbled on Thursday night to uh Arkansas. Um, so, so I think from Xavier going from that one or two seed a couple years ago with Chris Mack, if Sean Miller could take Xavier to what he did before, I don't think Xavier will get the same respect to go one or two seed again. I think Xavier will probably be four or five. Yeah. But they'll never be higher than that. They could be a three. They could really be a strong three candidate if they're in the if they're in that like oh uh, is it top ten? Yeah. But they but they have those few key losses or whatever, yeah. and that during the exhibition part of their season, not the conference play or anything. But they could be a three to a five seed if Sean Miller can build them back up to where they should yeah. be. 
but they're not going to get the same respect that Zaga gets. Because Zaga is always a one or a two because they are because Zaga is consistently good and they and they're always praised as being the best team in the nation until they play somebody in the tournament. Exactly. So that's what I think. I think Xavier is going to be a three to a five seed going from now to whenever of these eight years that Sean Miller is there. I don't think Sean's going to be there. Personally, given the man's track records, he is not going to be there the full eight years. If I bet you he's there for four. He's going to be there for half. And uh, that's my pick. Yeah. Because, because everybody in this region, we're not even Xavier fans, but it hurt to know yeah. that this man was on camera on Record saying I'm a Xavier man through and through, and the next day, same thing with Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly said he was UC, he wasn't going anywhere. Next day, he's an Irish, he's Notre Dame Irish, and uh, it's it's the fact that we this region. I don't know what it is. It's not just this region, but there are other coaches out there that do this. Yeah, but for some reason, it's this region that gets hit the most with that kind of stuff. First, it was Sean Miller saying he's a Xavier fan, he's a Xavier man through and through. Next day, he goes to Arizona and accepts the head coaching position out there. A couple years later, it's Brian Kelly. We're going to the Sugar Bowl. I'm not going anywhere. I love this team. I love this city. The next day, he's in South Bend accepting the job at Notre Dame. I don't know what it is. Well, and and we've I've said this before on the show, and I'll I'll say it again. I don't like I never have liked Brian Kelly. I wasn't a UC fan, but it pissed me off that what he did to those guys. Yep, you're playing Tim freaking Tebow in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, show up, dude. Yeah, and then he did the same thing last year to Notre Dame. Oh, I'm going to be at Notre Dame. Blah blah blah. And then the next day, you're down and takes the job at LSU. Yeah, Baton Rouge. And then you want to act Southern. The guy, the guy is a fake. Yeah, he is. He's a fake. I'm, ex- I'm excited for Notre Dame football this year. More, I'm just as excited, if not more excited, for Kentucky football this year. Oh, I saw the recruiting class. Oh yeah, baby. So, so Charlie, we might have to take a little trip down to Lexington for a football game. Oh please, I. Are we hosting Florida this year? I don't know if I can pull that out of my rear end. <laughs> oh, I want to go to the Florida game so bad. <laughs> but uh, I'm not making any promises. I will look. But it's okay. Don't worry about it. But anyway. Anyway. But yeah, I just... I. So, Sean Miller, do you think, think he can build the program back I up? I think he can build it back up if he doesn't do any shady shit like he did in Arizona. I know, I don't think he did any shady stuff the first time around at Xavier, but you never know. Well, I feel like Xavier being at a smaller school, yeah, you don't have that much free range to do much. It could be a sh- it could be that he went from a strict environment at Xavier where he yeah. probably couldn't get away with some of the stuff that he did at Arizona if it had to do with recruiting, money, boosters, whatever. Yeah. But if it was like allegations against students or athletes, then that's something totally different. Yeah. 
And the fact that Xavier would bring that guy back, too, is kind of like, ooh, really? But then again, we don't know exactly what he got in trouble for at Arizona. But if it had to do with recruiting and accepting money, Xavier being a smaller school, you probably couldn't get away with that too much. Arizona being a bigger school and being in the Pac-12. And a party school. And and being one of many party schools in the Pac-12 is like, it's not known for its academics. Uh, <laughs> um, and that he probably saw it as like, maybe I could get away with a few things here. Yeah. And then he got caught. It's one of those things where everybody thinks they're so good at hiding it until they get caught. And then everybody's looking over their shoulder like, could I be next? I got to save my skin. Maybe I need to stop this or whatever, yeah. depending on where you are. Again, like I said, Xavier is in what? The Big East? I believe, yeah, the Big East, I believe. And uh, so Big East is starting to, Big East is on the rise. Back on the rise. It, it, the, you had some of the, like, but since it's back on the rise, I still don't see him probably getting away with too much. Yeah. And this being his second chance to probably make amends with the people in the area here in Cincinnati, I, I bet you he's going to try and be on his best behavior for at least a couple of years. Like yeah. I said, I don't think he's staying the whole eight. I think no. he's going to build it up. He's going to he's going to build it up to where he he wants it, how he left it before he went to Arizona. Yeah. And then. Year five or whatever, it's like Xavier's going to the NCAA tournament. They're projected to be a number three seed. It's the highest seed they're going to be since whatever year and Chris Mack was the coach. And somebody somewhere is going to be like, hey, we want you. And if if the words come out of his mouth that he's not doing it again and he does it again, oh, dear God, he's going to be public enemy number one in Cincinnati forever. Yeah. After that. Because fool us once, shame, shame on, on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on us. Yep. Cincinnati will never trust you again. And if you play us in the exhibition season, get ready to be booed a lot. <laughs> and get ready for trash to be thrown at the bus as you pull in. <laughs> or pull out. Yeah. So. All right. So... Beer break again? Yeah, hit me with, uh... What do you want? Uh, I'll take a moon biscuit. I will join you. I, I'm sorry, there's something about this that I freaking love. So the moon biscuit, we've had two weeks in a row now. Three, sorry, three weeks in a row we've had on here now. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Amber, moon biscuit, amber ale by Wise Acre Brewing out of Memphis, Tennessee. And it is 5.2% alcohol. So we dropped three. 0.3. 0.3. Not too bad. So. Uh. Well, along with March Madness and college basketball, there is also the Frozen Four uh, tournament going on. So we got college hockey tournament going on right now. Charlie, you, sir, are in deep... uh, Deep doo-doo? Deep dog doo-doo, sir. And why is that, Mike? Because that's a better port. Eh, not as good as mine. Not as good as yours, but it's better. It's not. It's not, it's not flat. flat. It's not flat. The reason that you are in deep dog doo doo is uh, because I found I found out today that uh, you and Daniel are doing a bracket. 
for the Frozen Four, and a certain co-host isn't a part of that. I wonder why. Because we did we did mention the the Frozen Four last week on the show, correct? I don't think we did. Or, or whatever. whatever. <laughs> but, you know. So, I was scrolling through the old uh, Instagram, or the story, whatever, mm-hmm. and I saw you and Daniel had brackets, and I was like, okay, where the hell's mine? <laughs> it was like, couldn't, couldn't you just say, hey, Mike, we're doing a bracket. Want to fill one out? Because I would have been more than happy to. So, you left your co-host, your partner in crime, your your beer buddy, out in the cold, out on the ice by himself. Charlie, explain yourself, because uh, I I am I am a forgiving person. I'm very forgiving, but I'm a part of the show. This is what hockey is what we talk about. How can you leave me out in the cold? Shivering with no jacket and no shoes. And no socks. Oh you poor, poor person. <laughs> I got I gotta lay it on thick. I gotta lay it on thick. But anyway. <laughs> oh woe is you. <sighs> Excuse me while I play a sad song. <laughs> I I don't want to hear that. Oh, I forgot because that's something. No, I didn't forget. I just did not ask, and I am sorry. That that's that's all I have to say. Okay, apology accepted, sir. So, but so I love with you. I know you do. <laughs> So, well, I've totally forgot about the bracket until uh, Thursday morning. Uh, so, before I even clocked in, I had like half an hour before I clocked in at work. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot to fill out my bracket last night. Yeah. I was going to do that. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to fill it out here and now on my phone. Uh, I'll edit it in a PDF or whatever, and I'll post it. And as soon as I posted it, I was like, oh, I need to message Daniel. Because Daniel does the – I mean, he follows college hockey more than we do. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I got to contact him. So I sent him a message at like 6, I don't know, 50 in the morning or whatever before I'm clocking in for work. And I was like, hey, I just filled out my bracket. Send me yours. I'll put it up on the Instagram page. Thursday was busy. I didn't get a break until lunch. And by the time lunch happened, the game had started. And it was kind of too late to ask you. And I'm sorry. So that's my fault that I didn't ask you. And two, I didn't think of you. I'm sorry. So that's... You hear that, folks? He didn't think of me. I'm an afterthought. No. No, don't put words in my mouth and don't turn the audience against me here. Buddy, I don't have to try hard. And then, so and so Daniel got me his around the lunchtime hour and I put it up 
just as the first game was starting. And it didn't hit me until after, or until right about the game was about to start, that um, the very first game, my championship team was playing first. And I was like, if they lose... (laughs) <laughs> I am going to be so pissed because serve you right because it'll be two NCAA tournaments where I've picked serve you so right but oh they pulled it out they held on 4-3 for the win because they almost blew that lead almost but uh, <laughs> I'm sorry we will include you in the Elite Eight okay because there's, I can, I can, I can. so the first so you you We'll say you had a perfect first round, or what are your your O and O going into the Elite Eight? Okay. Uh, so you'll still be ahead, or you'll be behind, but you have a chance to pull off a perfect bracket. A bracket from then on, because um, me and Daniel Thursday uh, we both split. He went two and four. Yeah. And I went two and four, but. The way we did it is so great. Um, one region, he got both his picks right. Yeah. And the other region, he got the other two picks wrong. Whereas me, I split both regions. <laughs> I got one from one region, and I got one from the other. And so I, I know I know Notre Dame's in it. Notre Dame won okay. last night against... Uh, Michigan? Earth- Thursday night against uh, North Dakota. North Dakota. It took every bit of ounce in me not to put North Dakota to win it all. Because here's the thing. I love North Dakota. I love their jerseys. I hate the fact that they had to change their name from the Sioux to, uh, was it uh, the Warhawks or something like that? Because whatever political correctness whatever you're freaking North Dakota why the hell should you care um but I love their jerseys I love their looks that's where Patrick uh, Kane and I believe Jonathan Taos both played for in college and that and then went on to play together where they are now at Chicago Blackhawks yeah so I, I'm a big North Dakota Sioux fan and it took every bit of me not to pick them over who I really have winning at all, which is Minnesota State. So, so even though I might have to bust out the Notre Dame sweater, even though I've already wore it, this is the second week I haven't worn a hockey sweater. I think it's the same week for me too that I haven't worn one. Because it's just I was going to wear my, I was going to wear my Cyclones one. I was like, yeah. I just I was I was in a mood this morning. So let's see here. So Thursday's games. You looking at the score? Yep. Okay. Thursday games. So first game was Minnesota State versus Harvard. Uh, Minnesota State won four to three. And Daniel was texting me like Harvard cut it to one because Harvard he picked Harvard over Minnesota State. Harvard was like his uh, uh, upset pick. Yeah. And uh, so that was the first game. Uh, Minnesota Duluth versus Michigan Tech. I picked Michigan Tech. They were my upset team, and they lost 3 nothing. I would have picked them. Uh, the, fu- the next game was Notre Dame and North Dakota. 
That went into overtime, and Notre Dame ended up pulling up the win, two to one. Um, and then the last game of Thursday night was Denver versus University of Massachusetts Lowell, and Denver won three to two. Okay. So that um, that was Thursday night, and as of this recording tonight, Michigan won the first game. Yes, Michigan won the first game against American International. American International is in the Massachusetts area. Okay. Uh, five to three, um, and Michigan is ranked number one overall. Out of the whole bracket. Okay. They, they are number one overall. Minnesota State's number two overall. Um, Western Michigan pulled out the win against Northeastern. Um, two to one in overtime. I had Northeastern at least going to the to the Frozen Four. Mm, that hurt. Uh, You're fine. Oh, sorry. You're fine. Um, as it currently stands... Uh, as of this recording, you, know, you the defending champions, University of Massachusetts, is up on Minnesota, three to two, and they and Minnesota just blew a power play, and they have about uh, sixteen minutes left in the third period, and the last game on this recording night is Saint Cloud State, who lost to UMass last year against Quinnipiac. Um, I had St. Cloud State winning that game. So, but Mike will join in uh, for the last two days of these uh, regional games. So it'll be Notre Dame versus Minnesota State, and then it'll be Denver versus Minnesota Duluth uh, Saturday, and then Sunday we will have the winners of today's games. And okay. it'll be uh, Michigan versus whoever wins, I believe, the uh, St. Cloud State Quinnipiac game. And then it'll be Western Michigan versus whoever wins the Massachusetts Minnesota game. I'm pretty sure that's how it uh, plays out. That's how it's supposed to play out. Let me see here. I pulled up the bracket just to be safe. Yes, Michigan will play the winner of Quinnipiac and St. Cloud State. And Western Michigan will play the winner of UMass and Minnesota. And I had UMass beating Minnesota, and I had uh, St. Cloud State beating Quinnipiac, but I don't believe St. Cloud State will beat Michigan. The thing about hockey, it's, it's almost the same way with basketball, is you just don't know. A game of chance, it, any given day. Yep. You, you just don't know who's going to show up. Who's going to actually play their butt off? Is it going to be the team that's the big powerhouse all season long? Or is it going to be the team that they know they, they're they honored, they, they worked hard to get their butts there, and they now have an opportunity to upset a major, major powerhouse hockey school? And then I found this out uh, Thursday night that um, – so Massachusetts has – Five teams in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Frozen Four tournament, five out of the 16. Michigan 
and Minnesota both have four. So that's 13 teams. Yeah. 13 teams in three states. And then you have Denver, Colorado, North Dakota, and Notre Dame out of Indiana. So the other three teams are from three separate states. So let me ask you this, or I don't know, might have to even Daniel. So I don't know, but has Notre Dame ever won a Frozen Four tournament? Like they've won ever won the championship? Won the championship? I'll look it up. I'll be Jamie. All right, Jamie. So it, no, it just I, it crossed my mind because I didn't for the long. I knew Notre Dame had a hockey team when I was little because I saw there was a sports store in the mall where Lids is now mm-hmm. that sold jerseys and hats and whatnot. And I saw a Notre Dame jersey in there. And I was like, hey, Mom, can I get this? Can I get this? And I never did get it. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Um... I just never knew. I didn't know if it was just like, or I didn't even know they had a hockey team. I know it was a hockey jersey or a hockey sweater, but I didn't know if it was like something, you know, specialized. No, they've never won. Uh, They were runner-ups in 2008 and 2018. Shit, why did I not know this? They were. They've been in the Frozen Four, four times. Yeah. 2008, 2011, 2017, 2018. They've had thirteen NCAA Frozen Four tournament appearances. 04, 07, 08, 09, 11, 13, 14, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21, and this year, 22. So, 13 years they have been in the tournament. Uh, They've won three uh, CCHA conference tournaments, Mm -hmm. 2007, 2009, 2013. They've won the Big Ten conference tournament or conference tournament championships twice, 2018 and 2019, back-to-back. They were regular season champs. 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009, and then 2017, 2018. Interesting. Let me see that that picture there. But they have never, on record, won the whole... Where's the green alternate on this? I I, I like the gold alternate jersey. But you know the like yeah the the, 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 the green, green one that the, you have yeah yeah I don't know I, it could have been a specialized jersey and then, I don't know I have to I have to hunt down the gold one because I do I do quite enjoy I, I I like that so those are their that's their record in tournament and conference play so they've never won it huh interesting yep. And then uh, this year, my prediction was wrong, and uh, that for the women's. Oh. And that I thought Wisconsin was going to go back to back because Wisconsin women's team, they were number one for however many weeks in a row. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was like, I don't think anybody's going to beat Wisconsin. Wisconsin did not do so great at the end of the season and going uh. and going into the uh, women's Frozen Four. Ohio State women's team won their very first NCAA Frozen Four hockey championship this year. So, but look on the bright side. The men aren't in it this year. Actually, Notre Dame's the only team from the Big Ten. Uh, Michigan. Besides Michigan, sorry. Sorry, two. So, two teams from the Big Ten. Hmm. I just thought of a third one that's in. I, I'm, I'm terrible. It's, I'm blaming the beer. No. Two, three. Who? Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Duh. Minnesota, Notre Dame, Michigan. Three teams from the Big Ten are in the tournament. Eh. I still have the T-shirt of Penn, uh, when Penn State was here in Cincinnati, playing. Uh, I got one of I I, I got a T-shirt, a Frozen Four T-shirt, but I don't know what year it was. Or no, I got two. The both times I went, I got a black one and I got a white one. Mm. So the both times I went to the Frozen Four tournament here in Cincinnati, I have T-shirts. Uh, the only one I have. Is the Penn State one, and that was the 2017. Yeah. When Penn State beat Union, what was the final score? Ten to. Th- I don't. Ten I don't to remember. three or whatever. I was I was having too much fun with you, your dad, and Daniel, Daniel and Ryan. I was and thinking, then uh, they lost in the second round. And then they lost to Denver, who ended up becoming that year's uh, champion. Denver ended up becoming the champion in 2017. Um. That's another thing we need to do. We need to go back, but at the same time... No, I'm the not co- even... The talk- committee needs to come back to Cincinnati. Well, I'm not even talking about a Frozen Four tournament. We need to go... We either need to go up to Miami... Oh, good luck, dude. Or Notre Dame. Hell, as much as this would pay me to say, I, I want to go to a Xavier hockey game... I want to go to a Louisville hockey game. I'll go to a UK hockey game. I just... Ho- I want to enthrall the college hockey experience. Daniel and my dad have looked at trying to get into Miami, Ohio hockey games. Yeah. Good, 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 good luck. Fr- yeah, good freaking luck, dude. They've looked for years. You either have to be a season ticket holder, which there is a wait list for every year, or you need to know somebody who's going to give up seats for a game in advance. Not even a season ticket holder. You need to know somebody who is like, can't make the game, I already got these tickets, do you want them? They've tried. And I told him, I was like, you guys let me know. If you can get them, yeah. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. in. Dad, Daniel, I'm in too. They've never been yet. Well, so that's a project that I need to work on. We we thought about trying to go. We were we thought about. UC's got a hockey team. Do they? Yeah. I didn't know that. I saw one of the hockey games I went, the Cyclones game. The last Cyclones game I went to this year it was a bunch of college. I went with my friend Dawn, and we were sitting there, and there was a bunch of these college kids. They were. I looked at her before the game even started. I kept saw seeing them coming back and forth, 
stockpiling the beer and put it underneath their seats. Yeah. I got I looked at her I was like, Don, these guys these guys are gonna be the loudest in this freaking arena tonight. Yeah they are. And by George, they wore. But I saw this guy wearing a UC hockey sweater. Hmm. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. So Um Daniel, myself and my dad we were trying to figure out, like, how do we get back to the NCAA yeah. uh, Frozen Four? Because they've already planned out, I think, the uh, 2023, 2024, maybe the 2025. I don't know if it's three years or just two years in advance. Mm-hmm. But they've planned out all these years in advance of where they're going to host the regions. Cincinnati passed over for the at least the next two that yeah. I know of. The closest regional game games that could be played around here is either in Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> nope. Or we have to go to like Allentown, Pennsylvania. And my dad knows a buddy from his days in the Air Force yeah. who lives in Fargo, North Dakota. And was like... Okay, I'm willing to travel to Fargo, North Dakota to see the because one, I've never been to North Dakota. Two, Neither have I. Two, if North Dakota gets placed in their own stadium, doubtful, doubtful. But at the same time, I'd still love to see it, and I'd still love to root for them in their hometown. Oh, dude, yeah. And that, so I was like, yeah, I was like, let's go to Fargo. We don't know if it's actually going to happen in the future. But I would choose to go to North Dakota over Pennsylvania. Well, let me throw this little suggestion out to you. Would you be willing to go to a travel to state college for a hockey game up to Penn State? That's like a, I want to say maybe a nine-hour drive. No. I'd rather go to Columbus if Columbus was hosting Penn State. I'd rather do that and be and be behind the Penn State bench than than okay. go to Penn State and for nine or like a nine hour drive. I'd rather make it a two and a half hour drive. Keep talking. I'll I'll, uh, I'll see how long the drive is from here to State College. And uh, yeah, I was about to say. I was like, I'd rather make give me the shortest distance. And I'll go. I'll, I'll root for the away team. I'm totally okay with that. I'm okay with it too. Um, yeah, I'd rather go to Columbus and root for Penn State uh, or whoever the next closest team in the conference with North Dakota. I'll go to that one and I'll root for North Dakota <laughs> in that game, and I'll still be the away team or root for the away team. I'm okay with that. I don't need the. I don't need the full home team crowd experience. I just want to be there to root for my favorite team. We don't have to go to Boston to root for the Boston Bruins. Boston Bruins come to Columbus. I'll root for Boston in Columbus. Not uh, not a problem with me. After after the show. It's basically a seven hour drive. Okay. Seven hours. I've done I was about to say this is a six hour drive to, from here to West Virginia. Uh, yeah. It, it, to Brittany, Brittany's hometown. It, it, it technically it's six hours and fifty five minutes. 
I round it up, so seven yeah, Well, you round it up, plus got to give, like, bathroom breaks, breaks and, yeah. food stops or gas and everything. Yeah, so makes sense. It'd be seven plus in that. Yeah. Let's say seven to eight hour drive. Because you, you may need to stop at least once for gas, uh, a couple times for bathroom. So, or, or it's just the... Or just the stretch. Get out, stretch, being cooped up for however many hours. Yeah. yeah totally makes sense. So, seven-hour drive. Seven plus. Seven so. plus. But, no. I'd rather I'd rather they come here yeah. and only make the two-hour drive to Columbus. Okay. I've been... I've been I've, actually, I've been up... Because if we go to... The, if Because if we also went to... Uh, Pennsylvania for Penn State game. Yeah. We'd also have to think about staying over. Yeah. Because no way we're going to drive back that night or whatever. Yeah. That, that's just crazy. And that, and plus, yeah. and if college games actually serve beer, which they don't, I found that out the hard way. Uh, was not not at not here yeah. in Cincinnati when they were hosting regionals, but um. Was it uh, found that out last week because uh, Dad and Daniel were saying from previous experiences that they don't serve beer at college games, even basketball. I was like, I know basketball they don't, and then well, even hockey they don't either. It's like, well, sh- that's just dumb. Why the hell do I want to go then? <laughs> exactly. Uh, beer is half the equation. <laughs> I did see something. I. I- Saturday night, last Saturday night, I was I was just playing around on my phone, and I got this app. Uh, it's called Game Time. It's a ticket app. Yeah. And I was seeing, I was seeing how many games Columbus had left in the regular season. Yeah. And uh, so, um, Monday, uh, the fourth of April. Ooh. The night of. Uh the NCAA uh, championship. championship game, yeah, yeah. Guess who's playing Columbus? Who? Is it Boston? Oh, jeez. Um, cheapest cheapest seat is sixteen dollars. It's Upper Bowl, Row Two Ten, Row Q. Oh God! <laughs> the most expensive seat, the best deal, is uh. For sixty-six dollars a ticket, it's row or section one hundred eight, row K. How much in section one hundred eight? Sixty-six. Whew. Okay, yeah, it's not worth being in section one hundred eight. <laughs> I would love to be in section one hundred eight to root for Boston Bruins, but not that much to root for. I I wish. I mean, there's some. There's some pretty decent price tickets on here. I mean, I don't care. It'd be, it would be my first NHL game. But 20 bucks upper bowl side of the uh, goal, section 222, row L, 20 bucks. That's not bad. I just would have to probably finagle two days off <laughs> and I don't know I, I have the time I just don't know if I'm 
You're going to be able to, you're, if you're in the good graces to get it. <laughs> in the good graces of the work god. Which. I, I was telling this to Brittany last night. It, it shouldn't be you're requesting time off. You are letting, you are raising awareness to your workplace <laughs> that you, that you're going to be off on days. It's like, don't. If you have a problem with me, you if you have a problem with me using my vacation days, then you shouldn't be giving me vacation days. I'm letting you I'm letting you be aware I'm not going to be here. I'm not requesting if I can be here or not. I'm letting you know that in the future I am going to use the vacation days that you have given me. Because you are my employer, I am your employee, you saw it out of the good of your heart to give me vacation days, and I'm going to use them. If you have a problem with that, don't give me vacation days. <laughs> so, I just, I just, I just, I wanted to share these prices with you, because to me, these aren't bad prices. No, 20 bucks? No, not but bad. But no, for like the lower bowls? Still, 66, but... I mean, lower bowl center... But then section, again, one, section 103, row R. I mean, we have it's 86 bucks. We, we have less than 40 days left in the NHL season. This, the Columbus Blue Jackets are a little bit out of playoff contention right now. Who said we were rooting for the Blue Jackets? I, I'm just <laughs> saying, though, that the Blue Jackets are on the ropes for their playoff yeah. contention. So because of that, maybe prices are seeing a little bit of a dip because they're probably seeing that the math is not in their favor to qualify. Yeah. Because they're in the wild card spot, they, they they will not win division. They they are going to have to hope for a wild card spot. Yeah, so, but I just I saw that and I was like, I was trying to talk to Ryan and he was too busy. Yeah, honestly. playing on playing on his phone. Yeah, I was like, hmm, let me let me mention this to Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's not. I'm tight for cash. I know you're tight for cash. But in this economy right now, everything's going up. So then we'll. That's you, you. You just need to figure out like what can what can you afford and yeah. at the right and is it the right time? Yeah, and, and uh, going to an NHL hockey game right now for me at least isn't the right time. No. Nah. As much as I would love to go. And that's not the same thing for me when it comes to the Cyclones game. I could go. It's just a matter of finding the availability. Yeah. And every time I find the availability to go, they're either out of town or it's short notice. And I'm not going to rush. I don't want to rush to get in to, to a Cyclones game. When the time is right, I will make my triumphant return back to Heritage Banker. Well, that's the our plan was we were going to go to the Cyclones game last Saturday, me and Ryan and Don. Mm-hmm. But there was like it was, it was a pups and pucks night. Oh yeah, the dog night. And I wanted to go for my mom. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, my mom loved loved dogs, so I was like, yeah, we'll we'll go. Yeah. So we were looking at tickets, and it was like it was almost sold out. So I was like, and we we drove over. That's how I found. I know where Ryan Geist and uh, Brewdogs is now because I suggested. Don's like, uh, do you want to go? Let's. You want to do something else? I was like, 
Now let's go up to Rangais. We couldn't find a spot to freaking park in oh, Rangais. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we drove past uh, Brewdogs. I was like, oh, that's where that's at. Mm-hmm. So it was just, I was like, oh, well, okay. I'm not. And then we ended up at Braxton. And mm-hmm. then we went to Darkness. But it's whatever. So. so. Enough of our ramblings. You, we, we got anything else there, Bubba? I, I was going to say, uh, so a lot of things we missed last week that we didn't talk about. One was St. Patrick's Day. One was Cyclone Nation birthday. Also, uh, NHL trade deadline was actually this past week. Okay. So this past Monday. And uh, were you trying? Were you keeping up at all? Were you oh, keeping- sure. I know. I know. Uh, this will be the last thing we'll. we'll no, do. we're good. I know, I know uh, Boston picked up uh, Lindholm. And- uh, Hampus Lindholm uh, from the uh, Anaheim Ducks. Daniel was not happy. <laughs> uh, Why would he be? Well, because they showed. Well, the the initial post on Instagram was Bruins picked up. This player from Anaheim details to follow. Yeah. And there was no name in the caption or anything. And I'm like, hey, Daniel, do you recognize this player? And he's still in his Ducks jersey. Yeah. And Daniel's like, oh, is that Raquel? Oh, shit. They traded Raquel. And and I was like, I don't know who this is. And he's like, if it's Raquel, then the Ducks are just giving up hope and they're giving away players. Yeah. And so Hampus Lindholm... Um, got traded from the Ducks to the Boston Bruins. Boston Bruins gave up a first rounder, a second, two second rounders, uh, Yurho uh, Vakanen, who is a defenseman, and then John Moore. Okay. And that, so Boston gets one player, retained 50% of his salary, whereas the Ducks get two players and three players to be drafted later. But Boston also. Re, or signed him to eight, eight years six uh, eight years six point five million after they got him. Yeah, and then I know uh, Max Domi I think was traded to the Carolina Hurricanes. Yes, three way player trade during at the close, like as the trade deadline was coming to a close. Max Domi, Tyler Inamato, uh got traded. From um, was it Columbus? Yeah. And Columbus got Aiden uh, Hirschuk and retained fifty percent retention of Domi's contract. So Domi is getting paid by Carolina and Columbus. And then Florida entered the conversation and got Igor Khrushchev. Sorry, a twenty twenty two six round pick. And then also a 25% retention on Domi. So, so, so Domi's getting paid by three teams? Three teams he's getting paid by. He's getting paid by Columbus, 50%. 25% Carolina. The last 25% by Florida. How the hell is that possible? It's all about who has the cash flow. Who's got the cash to keep his contract going for the end of the year at least. I think that's what it is. Okay. Because Max Domi will probably either be one, a free agent after this year with Carolina, once the season's over, postseason's over, whatever. Yeah. Or Carolina's going to hope to make this guy a 
contract offer to where he's like, he can't with fools. Yeah, you're you're with <laughs> us. And that um, let's see here. I saw. Oh, and Jake DeBrusque, he didn't get traded. He got extended two years, four million by the Boston Bruins. So we don't have to worry about DeBrusque leaving. Yeah, I was worried about that <laughs> because if DeBrusque was going, I would have I would have gladly accepted Forsberg from Nashville. If it was straight up, oh, uh, Philip Fort. Yeah, Philip Fort. If it was straight up player for player, Philip Forsberg for Jake DeBrusque, I would have been like, I'm happy with that. I'm yeah. okay with that. If you would have given up, like, if you would have given up Jake DeBrusque for a player and then a player to be named later, like or a draft, draft pick or something, not worth it. But yeah. but. Obviously, Boston found the money or something or was like, hey, 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 let's not rush to a trade here. Like, calm down, bud. Calm down. Um, it's hurt it together. Seattle is on a rebuild already. <laughs> Seattle. Seattle. I, I saw that trade, too. And I was like, really, guys? They've done a few. It's not just one. They've done, yeah, a, I, they, they've done a quite I, a lot. I saw the major one. I didn't see. Let's see here. Uh, so, uh, Seattle traded uh, Callie Yarncrock, who used to be with Nashville. Yeah. Uh, traded him to Calgary. So, Calgary added a, a forward. Mm-hmm. Seattle got a second rounder, a third rounder, and a seventh rounder from Calgary. So, three draft picks for one guy. Then, that was two weeks ago. Last week. And that they traded a or they traded Mark Giordano, yeah, and Colin Blackwell to Toronto in exchange for a sec two second round picks and a third round pick. So we are now looking at a grand total of three second round picks, a third round pick, and a seventh round pick. Five draft picks so far. And they've gotten rid of players. So, so let me... Hold on. We ain't done yet. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Seattle then traded Jeremy Lazan to Nashville in exchange for a 2022 second round pick. So now that's four second round draft picks. But wait, there's more. <laughs> they traded Marcus Johansson back. To Washington Capitals, where he got drafted from Seattle back at the start of the season in July last year, in exchange for Daniel Sprague, Sprong, sorry, I missed, I butchered the name, Sprong, a fourth round draft pick and a sixth round draft pick. So now we are looking at ten draft picks and one player. That Seattle got in exchange for five players. So, oh wow! Seattle is on a giant, giant rebuild. You would have, and we talked about this at the beginning of the season about well the expansion draft and Coyotes and Seattle. The Arizona Coyotes, who will play in a college arena next year, are only two points behind Seattle. Seattle is this close, this close, to being finishing dead last behind Arizona. 
as I was saying, <laughs> we we talked about the expansion draft for Seattle and how garbage it was. It was bad. Yeah, guys, Seattle. I, I, I hate. Well, I, they put all their money in the arena, obviously, because it's called Climate Pledge Arena. They put all their money into building this extravagant arena and this whole climate pledge and everything. And then, obviously, we're like, "Oh, we're supposed to pay these guys to come here." <laughs> so, so I took off the glasses. So it it, it it's uh it's a time for uh, Seattle to hear the voice of God. <laughs> This is this is going this is going to be fun. The glasses have come off. Seattle, your your expansion your expansion draft was trash. You got you got some decent players. There were a few. There were yes. a few. Now you're trading your somewhat decent players away for draft picks, which okay, cool, fine, whatevs, but. I, I hope you guys are paying attention to whatever it is or whoever you're going to draft with these draft picks that you've gotten. You you've you've got to pay attention to you do not fold for a second time. <laughs> I I don't have any words for you you guys. I the beginning of the year I was like, Oh yeah, you know, I was happy to have Another hockey team in the league. I purchased another sweater or a Seattle sweater. Guys, use the brain cells that the good Lord hath thrust upon you. Make sure you sign free agents that are worth a shit and use your draft picks wisely because you do not want to be the laughing stock. Of the NHL, like the Phoenix Coyotes are becoming, or are already. So that's just the word of advice. You can take it or leave it. I'm just a lonely podcaster giving his two cents. So be smart, guys. <laughs> be smart. That's all I can say because I'm way too old to be cursing at you all. Like some kind of raving lunatic that I've been for the past 63 episodes. I don't have it in me tonight to be a love lunatic. Just pay attention. Get you some guy scouts to get you decent players. Not decent. Extraordinary. Talented Find young men to play for your team. That is the voice of God. We should make that a segment, you know. Every once in a while we see something we don't like. I do. The voice of God where I get, what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> That's a head scratcher. Yeah, it is. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> you look like you're about ready to be like, alright, I'm done with this shit. Well, I think that's going to do it here for episode yeah. 64. Charlie's like, you know what? We're done. Yeah. Mike. Charlie, this, oh, I want to say this. This has been, from the get-go, this has been the weirdest effing episode ever. 
But I loved it. I had fun tonight. Well, what what did you think, Mr. Uh, Governor? What did you think about it? I totally thought this was a very good show tonight. Very good. Mr. President, I'd love to hear your words. Well, Charlie, let me tell you this. You and Mike are great, great patriots. And this episode was fantastic. It was, it's going to be huge when you release it Sunday at 6 p.m. It's going to be the most spectacular episode ever of Drop the Gloves. I just, I love it. Let's let's make Drop the Gloves podcast great again. Mike, where can they find you in the podcast? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Like, guys, we've only drank three beers, so we're not drunk. Well, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Thank, thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, Governor, for being on the show and for your kind words. Mike, where can they find you in the and uh, the podcast? So, guys, you can find find me on Twitter at Gloves Mike and on Facebook at the show on Facebook at Drop the Gloves Podcast One. Charlie. Guys can follow the show on Instagram at Drop the Gloves Podcast, all lowercase, all one word. Be sure to check us out over there for all the sports, beer, and shenanigans that take place in between these episodes. Uh, subscribe to the subscribe to the podcast wherever it is available on streaming platforms such as Anchor. Thank you, Anchor, so much for giving us this free platform of doing 64 episodes, still going strong. Love it. Love being a part of you guys and growing with you. Check out their partner platform, Spotify. Uh, we are also on platforms Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, and Mike's favorite. Google! F you, Google. And you forgot Apple. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I forgot Apple Podcasts as well. <laughs> yes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts as well. That's going to do it for us in the Penalty Box Studios for this episode. I am co-host Charlie. And I am co-host Mike. And you will see us next time. In the Penalty Box.